Ding, ding, ding. Hallo. Hallo. Okay. S&P 500. Um, what the hell? I don't know, man. Like, I okay, I'm pulling it up right now. But yeah, continue, continue. Yeah, like you told me today and I just, I looked it up and like everything just at 2 p.m. Everything just. So <laughs> what is this market sell off? Like, do we really understand what's going on here? Um, maybe, I mean, uh, people were saying that even during the pandemic, like S&P was hitting records, like record yeah. highs. Yeah. So like a lot of people were like in the stock market and making investments and all that. But a lot of people were also saying that it's, there's a bubble and there's a correction coming. I think it's inflated asset prices. I think that's what it is. Mm-hmm. And that's causing everything to look at this. Yeah. So stocks slump as treasury, treasury yields top 1.5%. So we're getting better returns on bonds. Then we are on stocks. Then we are like no, not then we are on stocks. I'm just saying like the the bond yield is going up. Oh, because obviously when stocks go down, people want to go into long fixed income investments like bonds. Yeah. Nasdaq hundred falls towards correction as tech stocks lose favor. Hello everyone, and Hi. welcome to today's session of much ado about economics. We thought we'd start off. We were going to talk about Bitcoin today, and we will talk about Bitcoin. We're going to talk about blockchain. Um, but I think it was important that we first address what's happening today, which is Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, we're looking at Bloomberg and, and NASDAQ and everything, and everyone is selling everything. Like, I think like tech stocks are obviously going down. Um, I sold all my stocks today as mm-hmm. fast as I could because, um, because I, I, like, I think that's important. I think like tomorrow yeah, you can buy and, and be smart to buy. But I think the point, the reason that we're losing all these stocks are two. Treasury yields is the number one of them, or bond yields, and asset prices are too inflated. Yeah. So like I said, it's probably going to be, it's probably a correction. What, yeah. what are the determinants of like treasury, like bond yields? Bond yields? Yeah. Um, well, there's risk. Okay. Um, there's Bonds are... Current economic, um, like, like, what's it called? How do you say Current economic, current the economic, economic conditions, right? The current and the and the interest rates and interest rates, yes. Right. So interest rates have been falling. Mm-hmm. That means the rate of discount is lower. Yeah. So that means whatever money you have in the future, it's valued more than it is if the interest rates were higher. Yeah. So of course, people would rather have bonds because mm-hmm. those are long-term fixed income. So fixed maybe, income. Maybe you won't get a return on it, but you will have you will buy it at a discount, and then you will get get it back in like 10, 20, 30 years at a higher value. Yeah, exactly. So like bonds are government-issued securities. Think of it in that sense. Bonds are government-issued securities. Corporate too, but yeah, mostly yeah. government are the ones that are more. Popular. And they are usually they can be one year, two year, five year, ten year, twenty year bonds, and the yields on those change uh, based on economic activity, based on interest rates, and stability of of an economy. And if you think about it this way, um, COVID vaccines are out. Yeah, everyone's mm-hmm. getting COVID vaccines, so COVID vaccines are going to boost our our economy. But now I I was having this argument with other people as well, where we were talking about um, how the economy will be. It within like six months from now and they were like well we're gonna go really back to normal because once the vaccine is out everybody's gonna be out looking for a job mm-hmm. right okay. and with everybody wanting a job and restaurants and everything can open again because everything will be back to normal so then the economy will go exactly back to where it came from 
I mean, is it? <laughs> See, that's the thing. I don't really know. My my opinion is that the economy is shrinking. Um, well, actually, I read a report yesterday that um, yesterday, day before, that 2020, the Canadian economy saw a bigger dip than the Great Depression. Great Depression. In the 60s. So in no, you mean 1920s? Uh, 1929, right? Yeah. 1929. Yeah, that so is, if you guys can read, if somebody wants to read about that uh, 1929 stock market crash, that is a very interesting read. I think you'll find that more interesting than the, than the 2008 crash. Yeah. But continue. And, it, and of course, it was worse than the 2008 crash too. Yeah. So I think that when I was, there was a graph that they showed that 2008, they were, there was like a 3.2% dip. Mm-hmm. This in 2020, it was like 5.4%. Yeah. Which is, in like 5% doesn't sound a lot, but if you look at how big the Canadian GDP is, let me show you what the Canadian GDP is. Canadian GDP is 1.7 trillion US dollars. So if you take 5% of that, you can imagine how big that amount is. That is a huge amount. Like we're talking about, like still in the billions, if yeah. you think about it that way. You're still in the billions there. Yeah, you're in billions. So like Canada lost billions of dollars. Okay, basically it's 1.73, right? So it'll probably be like 0.15 trillion. Yeah, so about 150 billion. 150 billion? Yeah. Damn. Quick maths. <laughs> yeah, that was... That's the thing, like five percent, like it, like. But like, it doesn't feel like it, cause, I mean, they were, It wasn't like there was something wrong. Something went down. It was just, we went into lockdown and people lost jobs. Yeah. Like two hundred and thirteen thousand jobs to be specific. Yeah, <laughs> and that's why you can say that you know, like the economy went down, cause the economy just slowed down. Yeah. But they're saying that at the end, the last quarter of the last two or so quarters of twenty twenty looked pretty good. Yeah, because there's a lot of like optimism now since the vaccine is out. But remember, that's when the lockdown ended. Then the lockdown started again when 2021 came around. Remember? That's true. But now the vaccines are here, so people are still very people are more optimistic. Yeah, I agree. So, and of course, it's also Serb. So I feel like if it wasn't for Serb, it would have been a lot worse. I think yeah. I think because because the government has been providing stimulus into the economy and providing money into the economy, I think that has been very beneficial for the economy to stay afloat. To an extent. Like, it was damage control. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's no work. So... It was like... It was... You know when you put, like, floaties on a kid in a pool? Yeah. <laughs> in <laughs> <So> a way. <laughs> <laughs> you know that meme? Yeah, it's like... Uh, it's like... Yeah, like, parents are with one kid. Mm. And like, wee! And then there's another kid, like, in the floaty, but still drowning. Like... <laughs> and then at the bottom of the ocean, there's, like, a skeleton on the chair. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, okay. But, yeah. So... As you said, we're going to be talking about cryptocurrency today. So, yeah. So, okay, let's talk about what cryptocurrency is. I'm going to, I think, okay, cryptocurrency is based off one thing, blockchain. What is blockchain? Um, Blockchain essentially is, I'm going to try and explain it as simple as possible. The way blockchain works is it's just basically a, a, a series of linked nodes or wallets. And each wallet has its own processing power to be able to send money from one node to the other or from one wallet to another. Yeah. So if I wanted to send him money, mm-hmm. then I would I would to I would find his wallet address or his node address and send money from my wallet to his wallet. And my wallet and his wallet would do the processing mm-hmm. to be able to send the money across. And like to compare, let's talk about like a bank transaction. So if you and I want to do a bank transaction. Yeah, if I wanted to wire transfer money like to I you. I have to take the money from me, my account to the bank to the bank. the bank to you. Yeah, so like and that central, and it'll go through a central processing system. Exactly. Right? So, like in in normal transaction, there's like a central 
like a central location where mm-hmm. everything goes yep. and then goes to wherever it needs to go. Exactly. But in, in, in this case of blockchain, I say, I say, like you said, is it's between you and me and it'll stay between you and me. So it'll stay between us. So transaction ID and like all the information and transactions mm-hmm. will be between our own wallets. Exactly. Yeah. So now um, some benefits about using blockchain. Um, it's more transparent. Transparent in the sense that all the information through blockchain is completely the same. In the sense that to send money from me to him in different cryptocurrencies. It doesn't have to be the same cryptocurrency, but to be able to send money from me to him or to anybody else, I can pick person Y who's in the corner, right? Um, to send money to them is very simple because the or like the, the, the documentation needed to send the money is all the same, hmm. right? So it doesn't really matter. Yeah, you just That's the, the first ID, thing. The wallet ID. The second is enhanced security in the sense that blockchain is immutable. Immutable means it cannot be changed. Yeah. And it will always exist. So once the transaction has occurred, it cannot be reversed. Mm-hmm. You have to do a transaction in the opposite direction. Exactly. To it out. So for example, if I buy mistake sent him 10 Bitcoin, which is a lot of money. That's a lot of money. And I'm just like, oh no, that's a mistake. I wasn't supposed to. He has to send it to me back. I, I can't like stop it, cancel or reverse it. It's exactly. there and in, the tra- in the history, it stays forever. And right. that is a feature of a distributed ledger. That is what distributed ledger means. Yes. So a ledger is basically a place where the list of transactions are written down. Yeah. Um, a distributed ledger or undecentralized ledger, I think is a better yeah. word for it. Decentralized means it's not in a central point. A decentralized ledger means that each wallet has its own, uh, what do you call it? Has its own ledger. So any transactions that happen in a wallet are written down within that wallet mm. and the wallet that is being received to and can never be removed or changed. Yeah. And the other thing is you don't require banks after that, yeah. right? Because you, your wallet can do all the processing you require. So you remove the middleman. You remove the middleman, which is the bank. Yeah. Okay. So like also like if you, so there, I mean, there might also be like bank fees. Like for example, like if you have a certain t- type of account with the bank and you want to like e-transfer money, like you, you either have like, you have to like pay an annual fee or you have a certain limitation of how many, how much, how much money spend. you can trans- transfer. Yeah. So in, in, in that case, you don't really have that kind of restriction because there's no middleman to work with. Now, when it comes to blockchain, um, I think then we then we can look at some disadvantages of blockchain as well because that's also important to understand when you're actually looking at something. You can't just focus on its advantage. advantages. Mm-hmm. Blockchain, disadvantages. Okay, it's not a distributed computing system. Um, by the way, all the links that we're using will put in the description below so that everybody can read up what we're reading as well and our what resources. we understand. Yeah. Um, you know, we're, at the end of the day, we're students, so we have to, you know, cite our sources. Yes. But no, it's not going to be an APA. We're just going to put the links in and you can check them out. Point. <laughs> um, blockchain is not a distributed computing system. And what this basically means is that you need each wallet or each node to function at full capacity. Because hmm. if it doesn't function, then you get onto the next point, which is scalability. The bigger you get it, the more processing power is required from each wallet. Yeah. So everybody requires a strong computer or a strong device to be able to hold, to be able to process that. Now you've heard of stuff like hardware wallets and hardware wallets will not do any processing. They'll just hold the Bitcoin and the Bitcoin or the, any cryptocurrency is written down. Like all the ledgers are there with the amounts that you hold. Hmm. Okay, so it should be like, it that's, just indicates it just indicates, have. exactly. Um, and some of them can consume too much energy in the sense that it will need processing power to do. And then you have those issues of, of, of security. Uh, if somebody hacks your uh, node, they can take all your money. Yeah, or like if they know your password. Exactly. Did you hear about the guy who forgot his password? Yeah, for Bitcoin? For Bitcoin. And he's got like 20 Bitcoin or something like that? $2 million or something. 
Jeez. Like, can you imagine bought, that happening? He bought it like five, six years ago. Like, I saw a video one time. It's like this guy's like, oh my gosh, Bitcoin hit $111. How yeah. much is it right now? Like 20K? Bitcoin? Yeah. 60? Oh my God. <laughs> 60k bitcoin is almost in is so, hitting sixty thousand so dollars and it's been going up there was a time up. when one bitcoin was 111 dollars and now one bitcoin is worth sixty thousand dollars yeah and that man just lost all lost all of it and like he's he had to come to terms he had like 10 attempts in the past and he's like i don't want to come to terms with it i've lost i've lost and that, that, in in a way that really means that that bitcoin or is lost from like is lost from the history of bitcoin so like it's not even like in the supply anymore. Like it's stuck in that wallet forever. Exactly. Oh um, another another disadvantage that comes up here is how old can can cryptocurrencies be? Like the oldest we know is is Bitcoin, uh, but then you can have lots of cryptocurrencies. Like anybody, you can make a cryptocurrency right now. Go it. Go make a cryptocurrency. You can do it. Like Dogecoin. Dogecoin was a joke. Yeah, it was. A it was legit. Started as a joke. Yeah. Right. But you have Bitcoin. You have Ethers. You have Ripple. Um, and all of these are used for different purposes and they're and they're written with different coding and you can mine them which is basically generate them in different ways uh, but which form of cryptocurrency is the best cryptocurrency there's no determination of that like yeah. we don't know that we don't know it, it's, it's subjective like it depends on what you use the currency for like are you using it for as a medium of exchange where you want to use it as a currency mm -hmm. or are you using it as a, an asset or commodity to like to hold on to and speculate yeah and hope that the value rises right and then there's the issue of not being able to convert from one cryptocurrency to the other like if you wanted to go from for example litecoin to bitcoin you'd have to sell your litecoin to an exchange which would convert that into bitcoin by buying bitcoin at the bitcoin price and then selling you bitcoin at a slightly higher price that exchange makes money so wait, who? So I thought it would just be like you turn it into cash and then use the cash to buy the Bitcoin. In a way. In a way. Litecoin is sold into the Litecoin market. Yeah. Like a stock. Yeah. Think of it like a stock. Litecoin is sold into the Litecoin market. Yeah. Okay. Then the cash you get from that, you buy Bitcoin. Yeah. Or the exchange will buy Bitcoin. And then that Bitcoin is sold to you at a slightly higher price. Yeah. So they'll make that money and they'll make the that middleman money. Yeah. But you can't convert from one currency to the other. Yeah without having to go through a lot of things. Yeah. So that's, in a way, that's that, that's bit, that's blockchain in a nutshell. But mm -hmm. let's continue with what cryptocurrency really is. Yeah, so now, so how I understand cryptocurrency right now is, think of it as like, like you know how you get like store credit, mm. right? Like you get it, or you get like a gift card for H&M. Yeah. All right, let's say it's worth $100. Yeah. Right, so you bought it for $100, it has $100 in it, and you can buy $100 worth of stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the thing with crypto is you can buy that gift card, that token for $100, but tomorrow it could be worth anywhere between zero to a million. Yeah. So like that, there's a certain sense of volatility. To there that. is a huge volatility. And the thing about crypto is it's not backed by any security. That's what Cash I was no is backed by something. Um, stocks are backed by brick and, in this case, wood, but brick and mortar. Yeah. So like, what, so yeah, so... The, this, the, the difference I see between crypto and other currencies is there's no base. Like, for example, back in the day in the 50s and 60s, the US dollar used to be uh, pegged to the gold. To gold, to gold yeah. And then 70, in, in 72, I think it was, there was the Bretton Woods Agreement, yes. which, took the, which took US dollar off the gold. Yeah. And like, even though like US dollar kind of doesn't really have a base, but I mean, there's a US economy that's... Wait, wait, that it's based off, based in a way. Off. And the government can control it. Mm -hmm. So like there's no inflation, the value is, so you know like there's many costs. 
So if there's a higher rate of inflation, then prices are changing every single day. Yep. So you have to like change the menu every time. Exactly. So like th- there's that sense, there's that issue of like Bitcoin doesn't have that kind of thing. Like the only thing it's based off of is clout, like how famous yeah. it is and how many, how like, many people like are buying it. It's just hype. Right. And that's what's scary. That's why like I never, I personally never dabbled in cryptocurrency. I read about it, but I was always like, it's not based off any, like today it's worth so much. Tomorrow, if everyone decides to sell it, mm-hmm worth nothing yeah that's true um but the like the other thing with the with with cryptocurrency is it's accessible yeah anyone with an internet connection can buy and sell cryptocurrency well right now obviously you need a bank account to be able to buy and sell cryptocurrency Mm. which is but if cryptocurrency was i thought you just need a wallet though no no in the sense that like you need cash to get cryptocurrency unless you can mine your own cryptocurrency yeah. Right. So basically anybody who is anybody, if you have a computer, you can download software and mine cryptocurrency. So you can create your own crypt you can Chris cryptocurrency is based off algorithms and you can basically just run the algorithm yeah. and as your computer solves these problems, these algorithmic mathematical equations, it will generate more and more of that cryptocurrency. Mm. Right, and that's what how, that's how you get cryptocurrency. So if you wanted to go get Bitcoin, or if you want to make your own, let's say you want to get your own Ripple, hmm. okay, uh, you will get the software that allows you to mine Ripple, get your computer to run it, and that's Ripple for you. Yeah. Right, and then you can just you just pump out Ripple. But like 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 we're saying that there's no asset, like there's nothing that there's nothing solid that's like backing your security. Crypto in itself is the asset. Yeah. And like that's the issue. Like a lot of people don't know how to classify it as like yeah. some governments, some states in the US classify it as currency. Mm-hmm. Others do it as an asset and some mm-hmm. do it as commodities. Yep. And some people are saying that it's going to replace gold. Okay. So so what does that mean is that a lot of times when if you notice the trends in the market, when the economy goes down, people buy gold. Yeah. Cuz it's like their sense of safety that okay if anything goes wrong gold still has its value. Gold so has I its can value. always rely on that. Yep. And when the economy goes up people sell their gold mm-hmm. or buy less gold. Yeah. So it goes down. So like it has like an inverse relationship with the market. So people think that crypto can replace that. Right? Like okay, but but if and and in a, see then then you have the question of the future of crypto. As in if crypto is not backed by an asset. Hmm. If crypto is just zeros and ones yeah <laughs> right if crypto is just zeros and ones why are companies like tesla focusing on buying bitcoin i think it has a lot to do with like killing the middleman okay i feel like the, that's i feel like people see that as the biggest advantage there is is that there's no fees related to it you don't mm-hmm. have to like have a i mean yeah right now you do need a bank account because you need to get the money to buy the bitcoin but let's yeah. say if you're being paid in bitcoin and you're buying stuff in Bitcoin, you don't need a bank. Yeah, you just need your wallet. And um, I was reading this as well, that if you look at like developing countries, Mm -hmm. their banking systems are not as strong as the Western world, Yeah. right? So of course there's that little issue there that sometimes it takes longer for money to be carried around. So if Mm -hmm. you have Bitcoin and internet connection, that's a lot easier to work with. I agree. But at the end of the day, it still doesn't solve the issue. Like, what does crypt like cryptocurrency need to become a mainstream currency in the long run? That's I think yeah, that's a that's a very pertinent question. Yeah, because you know all it is right now is if people are using it, it has value. But even that, if more people use it, the volatility is crazy. Maybe, maybe I think the transition is. I think the thing is we also consider cryptocurrency as a value against cash, right? Because the 
the currency that we are used to right now in our day and age is cash. Yeah. Right? Cash so we... Exactly. So we need to look at cryptocurrency from the sense that cryptocurrency is the only currency that we use. Mm-hmm. Okay? So that's the first thing. Mm-hmm. I think that's number one that, that is key. So we'll have to... So everybody has to change their mindset from cash to cryptocurrency. I mean, people are still stuck on gold. Yeah. Like, like how, That's true. Like they have to go from gold to cash to Bitcoin. Like there's a whole but generation you see, gap. See, the thing is, what we could... And the, this is this leads to my second point. The second point that I'm going to say is that I think that to be able to get cryptocurrency... Um, mainstream mm. is to limit this the supply of cryptocurrency mm. the only way to get cryptocurrency is to be able to like you can earn cryptocurrency but there should be a limit so it has to be regulated it not not regulated okay and i don't mean regulated in the sense like by a bank i mean by software for example bitcoin Let's say that in the world you can, or okay, let's 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 come come up with your own cryptocurrency. Come up with a name. Uh, 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 tablecoin. Tablecoin. Yeah. Okay. Tablecoin. Yeah. How about how about how about Jedi coin? Jedi coin. Jedi coin. Jedi coin. Jedi coin. Okay. Yeah. So say you come up with Jedi coin. Yeah. Okay, and you say that in that Jedi coin is going to be the new currency of now. Hmm. Jedi coin. Okay, is a centralized currency. In, it's a decentralized currency, but you can only have one trillion Jedi coin. Hmm. Not more. Not more than one trillion Jedi coin. Okay. Now you put. Now it means that Jedi coin is valuable, yeah. because you cannot have an infinite number of Jedi coin. Yeah. It's the same way cash. It's the same way cash is right. Unless the unless the government, like even if the government printed out money. It would lose value. It would lose value. Yeah. Right. So they, it must have a certain amount. It has to have a money supply in a certain amount. Yeah. To maintain the value. Right. And yeah. you can and and you can define within the algorithm of Jedi Coin that there is only going to be a limit. Mm. Like Jedi Coin cannot be more than this, and any Jedi Coin that is not validated over this is fake and therefore cannot be used. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So now you set a value for Jedi Coin. That means now you can pay people in Jedi Coin. Like, hey, you know what? You are a you are a CFO of XYZ company. Yeah. Uh, company has a turnover of I don't know twelve Jedi Coin. Mm. Okay. You are paid zero point seven Jedi Coin. Mm. That's your salary yearly. Yeah. Okay. So now, what you've done in that experiment is quite simply that you have made something that is not valuable valuable. Now it's got a value, and if people exactly now people are going to buy and sell in it, that's going to strengthen that value. But what if they like more? So now that's the thing. Like, let's say if we did do that, and more and more people got into it, so you have to change it, right? I mean, what you could do is if you have a software, what you would try to do is try to maintain the value as much as possible by changing the amount, to you, the uh, the limit, the cap mm. that you can have. So say that. So okay. So say that you say I say that everybody starts using it. Because yeah. what what do you think the money supply in the world is probably? As you, let's say that let's say the money supply in the world is probably like a trillion dollars. No, mm. sorry. Let's let's put it at a hundred trillion dollars. Yeah. A hundred trillion dollars is the world's money supply. Yeah. How therefore, much money everyone has in the world. Therefore, you pick the currency. Mm-hmm. Um, one trillion dollars. Mm-hmm. So that means let's say that one trillion dollars equals a trillion one. Oh, so hundred trillion dollars equals one trillion Jedi coin. Hmm. Okay, so that means if you earn eight hundred thousand dollars a year, you earn eight thousand Jedi coin a hmm. year. Okay. okay. Yeah. 
and that's like the currency rate. That's your currency. So you will sell when you when you when you um, spend. Your Jedi coin goes into the market. Yeah. It goes into suppliers. It goes back out as your salary. Yeah. And it's the same cycle of money. Remember the it's same. The same thing. It's, it's the it's same. It's absolutely. the rotation of cycle of money. A, you make a very good point there, but the only issue I would see is who's setting that cap. Like, yeah, there's a software and mm-hmm. all of that, but you still have to set it. Like, who's gonna set it? Is it gonna be the creator of that, uh, of that currency? Is it gonna be a particular government that it was the jurisdiction was built in? Like. That's there's so many questions, but at the end of the day, I do see your point is that capping the supply of it will give it some stability in its value, mm-hmm. and I feel like that is one of the most important things. That's one of the biggest issues with crypto being a currency is yeah. right now. Like right now, all I see this is that as a highly speculative asset. That's yeah. how I see yeah. it. As. Right. Like, I I have a w- I see. Okay, first thing is I think that um, Tesla, like Elon Musk, look, Elon Musk is a visionary yeah. in the sense that. He really like he pushed through with this EV game right now with like with Tesla like he really pushed the idea of getting um, electric cars accessible for everyone. Now I'm not saying that electric cars did not exist before Tesla. Yeah, a lot of companies have made electric cars, and if you really want us to go in that debate, uh, put a comment in like type in a comment, and I can we can run through that debate with you guys. Yeah, uh, who really made the first electric car? Uh, but Elon Musk is a visionary, and he yeah. came up with and him buying Bitcoin is. In a way, like saying that, you know what, guys, Bitcoin is going to be here. Blockchain and cryptocurrencies are here to last and we should start to adapt to it. We should adapt to it. Yeah, that makes sense. And the benefit of using cryptocurrency just improves the accessibility and just means that it basically reduces the ability to fraud unless somebody hacked your system. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. It seems a lot safer. Yeah. In that case, there's a lot of security in it. Mm-hmm. It's decentralized, but at the end of the day, like, like let's go, let's do some econ here. Uh, so there's a definition of money, and there are three criteria that have to be met in order for it to be claimed as money. Yeah. First is medium of exchange. Medium of exchange. Which I believe is 100% okay because that's what it's mainly used. That's for. so. That's the point of blockchain. So medium of exchange means that you can use it to buy stuff. Yeah. So I can use blockchains to buy this bottle. Uh, yeah. Bitcoin to use to buy. This let's bottle. let's stick with Jedi coin. I can use Jedi coin to buy this bottle. I can <laughs> use Jedi coin to buy my laptop. I can use Jedi. Co- the point is, you can use your cryptocurrency to buy and sell anything yeah. you need. So it's a medium of exchange. Yep. Next is unit of account. Yeah. Which is basically that you can. You can count it, divide it, and you can like measure things using it. Right. So let's say, for example, I bought some, I made a profit of five Jedi coins today or this yeah. year, right? So that's the, that's the that's what unit of account is. Lastly, which I feel like is the most disputed, is storage of value, meaning that it has a value. Now, the issue with this is is volatility. Yeah. And I feel like that's where you have to draw the line. Okay, that even though it's very, very volatile, can it still be counted as money? See, this is where this is where I dispute. The idea is, I think the idea should be more that if you, um, if you change the mindset from using cash as a currency to using Jedi coin as a currency, then jedi coin itself will be the medium of exchange like there will be nothing to compare to like you oh. can't compare cash to cash so i get so i understand what you're doing here so what you're doing here is the the fundamental issue that i'm having right now is when i look at bitcoin i'm looking at it in terms of cash exactly I'm looking at it in terms of the us dollar yeah 
So like, I mean, you could get the example of the Zimbabwe dollar mm -hmm. before if they moved to US dollar. Yeah. Is that they were just very volatile. And yeah. They, were just like, they had a really high rate of inflation. Yeah. So the value just went boom, 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 boom. I mean, even though it's going in one direction, it's still very volatile. Yeah. That's high volatility. Exactly. Because it was changing its price changing very its rapidly. Price very rapidly. So I understand what you mean is that, okay, so we need to stop like uh, you looking at it in terms of cash and just look at it on its own. Exactly. So you take Jedi coin on its own, yeah. then you limit the value of Jedi coin. So you, you, you set a hard cap. Now the hard cap can be defined in many ways. It can be software based. Somebody could define the hard cap. Mm -hmm. um, it could be artificial intelligence based. That might actually be not a, that might not be a bad idea if you can integrate the artificial intelligence into Bitcoin oh, or okay. like, it's, sorry, it's, Jedi coin. It's not too far in the future. Yeah. Yeah. So you take this concept, you assign a value mm -hmm. to each Jedi coin. Mm -hmm. Now Jedi coin being, it's not, it's not like physical currency, it's digital currency, which yeah. technically money is in any ways, right? I like mean, if you think about it, when you way, put money into the bank, it's not really, your, your physical cash isn't in the bank. The yeah. bank just knows that you have a value of that cash in your account. And you can't and access taken, it immediately. Either. Yeah. yeah. When they've taken that cash and they've put it for other uses, like loaning out purposes, right? Mm. But that cash, but you can, but you can still take it out and put it in a mattress, mm. right? You can't do that with cryptocurrency. Yeah, but you can take, you can take. You, what you can actually do is you can create a new wallet because you can have unlimited wallets. You mm. can create a new wallet, take that, put it in a USB stick that is a wallet, and stuff that under your mattress. That's another. That's that's basically the same thing. Oh, oh yeah, true. Because uh, you can't copy it. Yeah, a lot of people, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people are just thinking, why can't you just you know copy paste the, the code? You can't because that's not that's not the way it works. Because uh, it's because it's it different has, wallets. It's a different like ledger. A, and like the Bitcoin, each each coin has like a particular like, like address code. Yeah, yeah, unique address. Yeah. So like when you read the address, you know it's this very Bitcoin that was mind and th this long ago exactly all this and it's been that's year, year, year. that's the concept of a decentralized ledger so you know where all the cash is going yeah. so now back to the point is you take jedi coin yeah. jedi coin is now your means of purchase yeah. your means of transactions yeah. number one number two you put a hard cap on jedi coin so now mm -hmm. it's got a value because it is valuable because it's rare Mm -hmm. quotation marks it's like a car like if you make if you were to mass produce a car yeah it'll depreciate but if you were to limit the production of your car to you know 500 units for the whole world yeah then your car goes up in value think of think think of think of the law ferrari think of the uh porsche 918 think of the mclaren p1 they were being sold at just under a million dollars and now they're worth over three million dollars because yeah. they were all rare you even look at like sneakers like they only they only make certain number a certain amount of sneakers yeah and like the like the like yeezys and even if you look at supreme yeah but the, again it's it's hype like it's hype at the end of the day it's still hype like if i put a cap on jedi coin who cares what if no one wants it the thing is the value it, the thing is zero. everybody has to take on like it's the same way the u.s dollar is so hyped yeah right you have to get that same hype and that same so you have to remove the stigma between cryptocurrency being something connected to cash yeah. to cryptocurrency being its own currency. Yeah. Then you put a cap and then you distribute that currency. So now all of that money flows hmm. and you can apply interest rates to cryptocurrency. You can apply uh, money supply to cryptocurrency. You can in a way print more money, which is basically mine more Jedi coin. Yeah. If you need if to you have like a central... Like right, and you can mining. you can you can set it up in such a way that only a certain regulatory body can mine Jedi coin. Yeah, have a certain key that allows you to mine Jedi coin. But wouldn't that also still increase like 
inequality and stuff like i don't know if it's i mean yeah it's it's a good medium of exchange but i feel like it can still widen the gap of inequality for people who are like for example let's say we're in between the transition right and i mean regardless of whether we cap or not it will still be relatively very volatile because like more people are getting into it yeah in a transition like yeah. in a transition from going from cash to the say jedi coin, yeah people are getting more and more interested more people are joining so of course the value is going up yeah so let's say me i've waited let's say i ended up waiting i was mm -hmm. like no i'm still gonna wait and i have a hundred thousand dollars i'm in a mess now because like for example let's say you you already invested in you already yeah so yeah you transitioned over to jedi coin a year ago yeah and you, the value is going up and up and up so you got yeah. wealthier yeah and someone like me who decided to wait a year i'm gonna be less wealthy that's true but we both started with a hundred thousand dollars that's true so like i feel like that's, i think to be able be to issue. do that is that everybody will have to go through everybody will have to sell their cash and put it directly into jedi coin and get the equivalent value and that has to be done in a go like at one time simultaneously everybody switches from cash to jedi coin see not in theory yeah but in practice that's impossible that is almost impossible because some people are just gonna say no they're just like i'm some people are still gonna be like no gold, gold is, is like i can't hold the currency like some people still prefer cash and gold <laughs> here's a flash drive <laughs> here's a flash drive it's worth it's worth a hundred thousand dollars what a flash drive? no like, exactly no. that's i think yeah I think that is a valid point as there's, well. There's there's a big gap in say in generation. There's a big gap in education. So yeah. I feel like even today, like yeah, cryptocurrency can have a bright future if a lot of things happen. Like for example, like maybe AI controlling the value, the, the yeah. cap and capping the supply. Of course. But at the end of the day, it's like it's up to the people to, if they're going to participate. Like yep. it takes two to tango. So yeah, you can you can mess around with the supply, mm -hmm. but demand has to be there. The demand has to be there. And demand has to be there substantially enough to be able to get a proper stable price. I agree. Right. I agree. So yeah, that was that was our discussion on cryptocurrency. That is our discussion on cryptocurrency. I think that was a very fruitful discussion. Yeah. I think that opened up, I think that th those were some pretty decent ideas. Yeah. Like I, there's still many questions, but yeah, I feel like that's a good way to end. Like maybe we could do another part two. If if everybody's interested, if you guys want us to have, if you guys have any questions on cryptocurrency, yeah. and you guys want us to discuss some of them, um, shoot them in the chat. Yeah, you can put them in the comments. You can DM us on our Instagram account. Yeah, at M A A E at M A A Economics. It's up there. Yeah. So, yeah. Hope you guys enjoyed, and, and uh, hope you like the little change of scene. You know, a little afternoon thing. Yes, <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Um, and we'll see you back here same time next week. Yeah, take care. Take care.